0: This podcast was produced by ORFM Dunedin with support from New Zealand On the Air.
1: It's time for The Digest, brought to you by the Living Well Disability Resource Centre. And time for us to catch up with Debbie Rowe from, uh, from Living Well Disability Resource Centre on this Monday morning edition, this Rahina morning edition of the awesome morning show. Um, kia ora, good to have you with us. Debbie, thanks for joining us.
0: Jeff, lovely to be
1: here once again on a lovely spring day. Hey, Debbie, a bit blowy. We, Yeah, it is, isn't it? It's a bit blowy over the weekend. <laughs>
0: um,
1: Debbie, we were just talking with Valerie Wilson from MS Otago. Important week for them. It is MS Awareness Week. And, mm. you know, it's um, you'll be very aware of organisations like MS Otago who are out there in the community supporting people and their whanau with these conditions. Mm,
0: absolutely. Gosh, there's... Um, so many amazing um, organisations, you know, that often just have one, you know, individual or a field worker in a particular region, you know, doing the mahi um, and connecting with people with those conditions. And it's quite, um, you know, I guess the disability sector is so broad, and uh, our organisation is quite generic. And in the information that it connects people to those specialist organisations that organisations, pardon me, that know and understand those conditions and can support, uh, you know, people. Um, and their families and their communities you know, around um, that particular condition and MS is is a really debilitating, um, uh, you know, condition. Uh, if you acquire it at some stage in your life, and, and often it's people don't know, uh, you know, that they are going to get it, and they do, and it and it really changes their life. So, um, yeah, it's it's great to support and promote. Um, and actually, just as, as we're talking about that, I guess um, when we talk about small community organisations that have you know just one or two people in a, in a given region, and we know that you know Valerie is a field worker for for all of Otago, which is huge, Um, just for people that might be working in in that sector and might be just one or two people working in the community, we have a field workers network meeting that we run, um, that Living Well runs every two months for those those. Uh, field workers to get together and connect and network um, and and have a um, usually have a speaker of some description, but but it's mostly for that connection because they are often quite isolated in how they're working. So uh, I know that that um, that the team at Living Well have a, a Zoom plan for this Thursday for for field workers um, that are working out in the community in the health and disability sector that they can um, they can zoom into. It's usually a face to face, but we're just having a Zoom catch up this Thursday. So um, yeah.
1: Yeah, we often talk about the um, kind of physical resources that Living Well has available for uh, listeners and people in the community. But, uh, yeah, it's another important role that you you take there, isn't it, being a a connector? Yep,
0: Yep, absolutely. And, gosh, isn't that the the vital thing that everybody needs? And, it's you know, particularly in these COVID times, we've really um, probably understood more the need for connection for people when – you know when we have to be forced to be isolated or to be separated um, how important you know connection is um, and I, I often think as as you know services and and how we get information and stuff is web-based and you know phone lines and and zoom as well like it all has a place but actually face-to-face people-to-people connection is so you just cannot not have it. it's really vitally important so um, uh, yeah totally that is a, that is a big part of what we do is about is about connecting and facilitating those sort of those sort of connections so yeah some some good things happening, and it's great that MS is, is able to. Um, you know, this is the week, and that's you know, it's it's that opportunity to talk about it.
1: We're talking about face to face at uh, level two. Living Well Disability Resource Centre is able to offer a fa- or mask to mask service, anyway. I yeah,
0: know, eh? oh yeah, absolutely. We're really um, glad to be back at work and um, you know, moving into this, this second week of being able to be back at work now that we're at COVID level two. And, and uh, just with our digest that went out on Friday, um, one of the things, and of course, you know, we are. <laughs> wearing masks and people coming in to see us are wearing masks, um, as we all do. It's our new normal, isn't it? Masks and, and signing. And gosh, how quickly you forget. I went out last night, we had a, an outage, a power outage here in Wingatui and I had a lovely crock pot of dinner sitting, so I'm, I'm, I'm diverting here a bit. But anyway, we ended up getting takeaways because the power was off and we didn't know if it was going to come back on. So I zipped out and got some takeaways. I just grabbed my keys and grabbed my wallet and I went and I got to the takeaways and realized I don't have my phone for scanning in and I don't have my mask. Uh. You know, I just, you know, donged myself on the head for it, went in with my shirt up over my face and grabbed my our takeaways and took them home but um yeah we have to live don't we with this mask and and having our device or ability to sign in so but one of the the things we've been looking at at work is is that um you know that where people are accessing masks how they're accessing what's out there um and we have actually just picked up and we're just promoting through the digest this time and, and our team are wearing them particularly for the um the face to face, the person that greets somebody when they come into our centre. And it's a, um, a, uh, what are we, what are we calling it here? It's a, um, a face shield is where I'm, where I'm going with that Sorry, losing my words um, So as opposed to the, the mask Obviously that goes across your face We've got these uh, quite cost effective face shields One size fits all So it's the um, you know, that plastic shield that covers your whole face You can see through it And you can see a person's face One of the things we're finding Particularly for people that are hard of hearing um, uh, Coming in and talking to us That it's your, your diction's got to be pretty clear Behind your face mask when you're wearing it And, um, and still that is a bit of a barrier for people that um, with with a hearing impairment that find it um, you know that are often perhaps either reliant on lips or just needing to hear really clear, enunciated words. So um, we've got our team wearing uh, these face face shields. So they've got an adjustable elastic strap that goes around the back of your head, and you can um, tighten as you need. And um, they're very very light. They're about twenty nine grams. They're comfortable for, to wear for long periods of time. Uh, they don't uh, steam up. You know, if you're wearing glasses, which is really tricky, or or you know, make it uncomfortable behind your ears, or you're you're feeling a bit claustrophobic. Um, So they're ten dollars a piece, um, and we have them available uh, for people. They'd probably be very good for the likes of hairdressers uh, in particular, um, and you know, people that are working perhaps in um, you know, doing uh, any kind of beauty treatments that sort of thing. So. Yeah, we do have those available, they're $10 a piece, and they look, um, there's a picture there of Maureen, she can see quite clearly, and we can see her quite clearly, and she's protected.
1: Not too much else going on, I imagine, in the sector in terms of meetings and support groups and things like that, although I suppose under Alert Level 2, um, some organisations are now about to get those back into gear, working in a safe way.
0: That's right and I guess a couple of wee things to note here there's, there's uh, good to know that the Dunedin Night Shelter is, um, is operating again under its regular hours as we're in level two and that's a really important service um, for people that um, you know don't have somewhere to sleep at night uh, so they are under doing their normal uh, their regular hours from 6pm at night until 9am the next morning so um, really good to know that Dunedin Night Shelter is, um, is, is running and doing its thing there for people. Um, we talked a little bit before about MS Society our um, uh, in this- Otago, uh, I guess nationally, it's the the, the MS Awareness Week, Muscular um, Sclerosis. We've also got coming up, um, and often people get these two organisations confused because they're, they're similar sounding, so we've got MS um, Society, or MS Otago, which is Muscular Sclerosis, and we also have MDA, which is Muscular Dystrophy Association, and there is also, they have a field worker, Jackie Stewart that's um, based here in the Otago region, so Muscular Dystrophy, and they have a, uh, their annual appeal week is coming up on the 20th the 26th of September so that's not very far away and they've got a fabulous thing called um, Roll 1K for MDA so Roll 1K for MDA so you can roll on anything roller skates, skateboards, bikes whatever, you know, wheelie, sneakers whatever you want to roll on so you can roll and support Kiwi families with muscular dystrophy uh, and that is uh, from the 20th to the 26th of September Um, there is an event I think around that and Jackie's got that information um, so people can sign up to participate that or they can donate Uh, there's a link there and contact Jackie Stewart um, at Muscular Dystrophy Otago. And I guess what's really neat is whatever donations come in from our region, go to support the field worker that work in this region. So it's not going to a national fund. So all the funds raised in our region stay in our region. So people can contact Jackie Stewart um, via email at Jackie, and that's j-a-c-k-i-e at m-d-a org dot uh, or they can contact her on 027 509 8775 for more information on that and the links are in our digest as well if uh, people want we can flick that email through to them um, Firstport, the National Disability Website is having a customer survey there doing a national survey across um, Aotearoa uh, to get people's feedback on what how people perceive Firstport, what they think about it. Uh, their participation um, will put you into a draw to win one of five one hundred dollar cash prizes, which is uh, always a good thing, isn't it? So there's a wee bit of a motivation there to um, uh, to to participate. It does take about ten to fifteen minutes to do the survey. I did it myself the other day, and it uh, wasn't too onerous. Um, but you can, if you want to participate in that, we've got a link for that. Um, there's also just as a an FYI, um, this is a um, uh, a, a government uh, uh survey on disability statistics. Uh, so New Zealanders, there is a, currently a survey out um, for New Zealanders are being asked what data they'd like to see about disabled people as part of a consultation for the upcoming 2023 disability survey. So Stats New Zealand are, are putting that out. A disability survey starts on the 6th of September, so it started and it ends at 5pm on Friday the 29th of October, so there's a couple of months to participate in that, so it's a it's the disability survey is the primary source for estimating how many disabled people there are in New Zealand. We kind of know it's one in four, but um, those the stats are probably old and it would be interesting to see where, uh, where that's at now. It also provides information on the experience of experiences of disabled people and how they are faring across a range of housing economic and wellbeing outcomes so it is um, that survey is a key source of information that the government and other organisations use to understand the needs of disabled people and plan services for them so it's a really important um, survey so we've got a link for that and just saying um, when we talk about events and things that are happening it was really lovely to see in the Digest that Diabetes Otago uh, are starting up their podiatry and wellness clinics uh, again so that's uh, really neat so they have a podiatry Dietary clinic, or you can call for an appointment on 4740240 or email nolene at diabetes.org.nz. Uh, but they have a free wellness clinic, and people are invited to attend um, whether you're newly diagnosed, whether you just want a bit of inspiration to get back on track with your diabetes, or you might just have some questions to ask. So uh, the clinic is. Um, uh, you can meet Marilyn Donaldson who's a long-term conditioned community nurse from Well South. She has a vast knowledge of diabetes and also Nikki um, Stoneman from Pharmaco on hand uh, to offer offers her experience on CareSense measure equipment and technology. So... Um, I don't actually, I'm scrolling through that and I don't see that there's actually a date, but they must have one coming up. So um, you certainly, again, can call uh, 4740240, talk to um, Diabetes Otago Branch and um, and find out about that. So it's good to see that, uh, you know. Th- yeah, some things are happening. And as I mentioned, our Field Workers Network um, Zoom is happening this Thursday and you can call us at Living Well on 4716152 and we can get you onto that if that's something you'd like to participate in if you're a field worker in the health and disability
1: sector. Brilliant stuff. Debbie Rowe, thanks so much for taking some time to join us again for The Digest here on RFM. brought to us by Living Well Disability Resource Centre. Thank you. Living Well Disability Resource Centre offers free information and advice connecting you to services and supports. Our friendly trained staff can also assess your eligibility for the total mobility scheme for subsidised taxi travel. We also have a wide range of equipment and assistive products that support independent living for sale and hire. Visit Living Well Disability Resource Centre on the ground floor of Burns House on the corner of George and Bath Streets 9-4.30 weekdays or give us a call Call on
0: 4716152 This podcast was produced by ORFM Dunedin with support from New Zealand on the Air